Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Nashville could have the chance to host the 2023 NHL Draft, but rumors of hotel availability may have caused a short delay of game. While we are usually expecting a company headquartered in California to pick up and move to Nashville, one new company decided to move here from the Northeast. Plus, road closures have already started and so have the engines, as we are just a few days away from the second annual Music City Grand Prix. We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. very weird and exciting time for Nashville because uh, Nashville, usually the housing prices uh, are skyrocketing. Uh, But now a lot of people may be thinking, oh, prices may be going down. Maybe it's time to make a purchase. Yeah. But maybe you just don't know. Maybe you need to contact somebody. But if you're thinking Nashville, make sure that you are thinking Brad. And of course, we are talking about Brad Reynolds. He's closing in on $200 million in sales. He knows Nashville real estate like nobody else. We're going to have him on the show uh, later this week to talk about the market here in Nashville. So uh, go ahead and text Brad and tell him you're looking forward to the episode and you want to get more information. You want a realtor who is going to be on your side. You can text him at 615-856-3270. Visit morethinkbrad.com. Also, Visit his YouTube channel. He has a ton of very valuable information on the market and everything Nashville real estate there. That's Brad underscore Reynolds underscore Nashville on Instagram and on YouTube at think Brad. So Nashville is the top contender right now for the 2023 NHL draft. Uh, it's, it's really interesting because they only announced the NFL draft like a year prior to when it's happening. NHL. NHL. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the NFL draft, if we were to have it, it's like, hey, this is happening in three years from from now. Uh, but we are the top contender right now. And didn't we host a draft recently? I thought we hosted a draft back in like 2018, maybe. I am not I, sure. I can't remember. I, I get all the NHL stuff confused. I know we host. No, we hosted the all-star game. That's what we hosted. Yes. Not the draft. So uh, there, there's been con- some concern that we may not have enough hotel availability, and this is coming from the Tennessean. Yeah, so uh, it is, it's it's all literally just a bunch of hogwash and people who don't know what they're talking about. But we're gonna walk you through what the what the drama was and and what it, what are our chances of hosting this? According to the Tennessean, Nashville is a top contender to hope the to host the 2023 NHL draft, and though hotel availability was previously reported in quotations to be, to be a concern. A tourist, a tourism official said that that is not the case. ESPN's Greg. And of course it's a hockey name. Uh, was it was reported Tuesday that Nashville is a favorite to the host favorite to host the draft. This is Tuesday of last week to host the draft, but the availability of hotel rooms was a quote, real challenge. Now we went to the reference that the Tennessean gave for this tweet. Uh, and it seems that Greg Wazinski 
uh, is out of New York. He said news Nashville remains the favorite to host the 2023 NFL draft but NHL hotel draft. Uh, NH- Oh my gosh. We're both going to do <laughs> it. Uh, but hotel availability is proving to be a real challenge. Obviously a preferred destination for teams, but not a done uh, deal. And when and, the 2019 NFL draft happened, we had less hotels than we do now. Yes. Our, our hotel availability is extremely available. Yes. Uh, so not exactly sure if he's, he doesn't reference anything here. He just says news. Uh, and uh, Greg Brzezinski from ESPN is out of rights holder, New York city, yeah. um, which is, I don't know if that's in Manhattan or where exactly uh, that is a New Jersey native, but uh, so, th- but that's not, uh, there are hotels available. Um, that's just, uh, that's just a fact that I don't unless, exactly know what he's referencing there. Unless it's all like all the convention and conferences are happening during the NHL draft and it's already booked. Like that could be a possibility, yeah. but, but I don't know the, the source that whoever had this source he's for, saying he's not quoting it from STR that uh, hospitality research company out of Hendersonville. He said he is, or is not, he is not. Okay. So, cause, yeah. cause even butch spirited in the, in the, uh, in this article, uh, from the Tennessean, he says that the city is not concerned about having enough hotel rooms for this. Uh, Butch Spearden said, as we are constantly looking for the next big opportunity, we have been in conversations with the NHL about 2023 room availability is not an issue. So I don't know. I, 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 I mean, this literally could be other host cities spreading rumors. Yeah. yeah just, the, I, I could see yeah, that yeah. happening to and, try to get it like, because Nashville, no, we, we want this. We want this, but we, Nashville needs this. We lost the world cup. Potentially, uh, well, I mean, I, I yeah. could see the other cities <laughs> starting to spread rumors. That'd be funny about hotel availability in Nashville. Yeah, they're like, uh, don't go so, there, so the that they can. Yeah, it's already it's already booked for 2023. What are you talking about? Yeah, uh, so I'm sending all my people there. Yeah, I could, I could, <laughs> I could see that definitely happening uh, in order for another city to get it. So that would be very interesting. If uh, if anybody knows any inside information, let us know. About that. Speaking of uh, people from the Northeast, Northeast, yeah. um, you know, normally it's California's coming to Nashville, California company moving to Tennessee, California headquarters, uh, moving their headquarters to uh, Nashville or middle Tennessee. Uh, but this is one of few, not, uh, not, all t- not a ton, uh, but not zero uh, companies moving their headquarters from uh, New York or to Chicago, yeah. New York to Nashville, the largest in the last few years, of course, being Alliance Bernstein. Um, but uh, a, a tech company near New York City, courtesy of the National Business Journal, is packing up and moving to Nashville, bringing 250 jobs that will pay an average of $67 an hour. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Uh, so Energy Box Incorporated will be re- relocating its headquarters and pledging to create those jobs within five years. That's according to records made public last Tuesday uh, for the state funding board meeting, which the board approved a $1 million grant for Energy Box. And then if you scroll down, that's not the only company that's moving to Tennessee. <laughs> uh, the state funding board approved incentives Tuesday for Energy Box as well as Highland Adventures uh, LTD. I can't remember what that one limited. is. Uh, limited. Uh, which is moving its headquarters from Chicago uh, area to Brentwood. Uh, the move announced July 25th will entail 80 jobs, an average wage of $41 an hour. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, they've also announced, let's see, 
Quanta Manufacturing, which is expanding its operation in Laverne, where the workers assemble racks and servers for cloud computing. All right. Something that we may need here in the future. Uh, $18 an hour, 546 jobs in five years. And Technology Advance LLC, which announced a headquarters and back office expansion that will create 350 jobs. The tech marketing firm will receive $1.75 million towards its $2.73 million investment. Its new jobs will pay an average of $38 an hour per state record. All incentives, uh, all incentive deals include a clawback provision that would allow the state to recover at least part of its incentives if the company fails fall to fall short or if the company falls short of the agreed upon jobs uh, I really hope in that, that they say like right right there at that contract where they sign that claw back it's like a little picture of a claw I uh, know like, like we like will we will take it back velociraptor uh, what's oh. interesting about the energy box one according to state records 25% of energy box employees will relocate to Tennessee so the company move is more for the headquarters yep the mailing address, all that stuff to be in Tennessee. Um, but uh, apparently 75% of the employees uh, will be still in uh, Morristown, New Jersey, where the company is currently based. Um, so that's that'll be very, very interesting uh, since they are pledging that 250 jobs will pay an average of $67 an hour. I guess that means they will have 1,000 people that work for their headquarters, if that's the case. Yeah. But not all in Tennessee. Just not all the, t- Tennessee. the 250 jobs is just the 25% yeah. that will come here. All right. So now let's talk about some local Nashville food. And we had the opportunity to go to one of the best Irish restaurants in Nashville. Aaron, where did we go? We went to one of my favorite places in Nashville. We went to McNamara's Irish Pub. And uh, this is the first time that I think, sir, we've been uh, they, they have two floors. Mm-hmm. They have their main floor, uh, which has a bar, a restaurant area over to one side and a restaurant and, and, uh, private dining and, uh, kind of music area, yeah, yeah. um, with a small stage over on the other side. Mm-hmm. And then they have the upstairs. And so this is the first time we've been to the upstairs since the renovation. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we saw it be bef- like we saw it were- during okay, yeah. the renovation. Yeah. Um, but it's the first time we've eaten there after it's been renovated. It's, it's been a while. Um, but the upstairs is absolutely incredible and has a great singer songwriter area to it as well. Um, but let's talk about the food. We featured this restaurant on our top restaurants for 2020. Uh, and rightly so because, uh, everything they serve is absolutely amazing. So Stuart, I'll start with you. What did you have at McNamara's? Uh, so anytime I'm at an Irish pub, I have to get a Guinness. Like it's just, <laughs> it's one of your requirements. It, it's like a requirement in my mind. I'm at this Irish pub. You have to have a Guinness. Like that's like two plus two equals four type situation. Uh, so I had a Guinness, uh, which was fantastic. I had a little shamrock on top. I should have took a photo, but where oh, we're, did it really? Yeah. Where we were sitting, it was so dark. <laughs> I don't think any camera would have been able to capture that shamrock. That's fair. Uh, but then I, I always get the same thing there. Uh, so I had their fish and chips, which was absolutely delightful. The tartar sauce with the fish and the vinegar and the steak fries. Incredible. Uh, it's one of my favorite fish and chip meals in the city of Nashville. So I had, uh, it's one of my favorite meals from them. The, uh, corned beef and cabbage, um, which is, which is great. The combination of those two work really well together. That's true. Uh, the, the way that the Irish cook their cabbage is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause it's, it's kind of like a little stew as well. 
uh, is, is kind of how it tastes. And then I had uh, carrots and parsnips as well as another side. But their corned beef is absolutely incredible. Um, and so I would highly recommend uh, trying the corned beef over at McNamara's. And then to end every meal that I have at McNamara's, I have their pot of tea, uh, which is amazing as well. It's, it's uh, just some steeped tea. Uh, they have a, a little thing of, of uh, milk that they bring over, and it abs- it's absolutely incredible. It's a great way to end uh, a meal. I'm usually like a coffee and tea guy at the end of a meal, um, and uh, they have an absolutely great pot of tea. And it's large enough. You, if you wanted to share it with the table, you could share it with the table. Or but- you could get the family pot. Oh, so, they have a family. So, so I got, got the single I got pot. single pot, which which yep. gave four servings. Yep. So it could do one for everybody. But I, I did the entire thing. But you could you could get that the, family, the, the pot. family pot. Yeah. All right. If you want to try McNamara's, it's in Donaldson. Also watch our video on our YouTube channel, XPLR.Nash Top 2020 Restaurants. All right. Let's head over to Explorers National Tip of the Day. For Explorers Nashville tip of the day, you thought we were done talking about food, but we are not. Oh, I'm getting so and, hungry already. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about some good stuff. Uh, so a great restaurant to check out today that's in East Nashville, technically in the Inglewood neighborhood, is Mitchell's Deli. And this is a great restaurant. My One of my favorite things there is the smoked barbecue beef brisket uh, sandwich, mm. house brisket, Swiss cheese with homemade uh, barbecue sauce. Smoke onion jam, pickles, and lime mayo. It's delicious. They have incredible options for sandwiches, salads. They have a lot of local food there as well. Yep. Uh, so local vendors for uh, what they have. They have also like a, a couple coolers for uh, people who are selling uh, either local ice cream or drinks, or they have local bread there as well. Local chocolate milk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they had coffee milk there too. That was the one time. That, that was, was interesting. That was interesting. I enjoyed it. I don't know if you enjoyed it, but <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was a little bit sugary for me. Uh, but it was it was absolutely in. Uh, it, 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 every time I have Mitchell's Deli, it's an incredible experience. It's one of the top recommended places to eat in East Nashville. Uh, so definitely check out Mitchell's Deli if you're looking for a great lunch or breakfast in Nashville. If you're over in the East Nashville area, that is Explorers Nashville tip of the day. Today's episode of Nashville Daily is brought to you by Bowtie Barber Club, located in the heart of Donaldson. I got my haircut last week. I'm looking fresh and nice. They trimmed up my beard, did some uh, straight razor shaves on the side of my beard, yeah. back of my neck. That always feels amazing because of that warm, uh, crap, what is that called? Face sauce. I can't remember what that thing is called. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what is that? What bar? What is that thing called? I don't know, I don't sh- but it's not face sauce. I don't, I don't, that's I don't, so I don't funny. shave my face, so uh, this is like shaving cream. That's warm shaving is. cream, not face, face sauce. sauce. <laughs> I don't know what it's actually called. All right, so shaving cream. Uh, but visit bowtiebarberclub.com oh. right now Hi-ya. to book your experience. Hi, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> All right, so. We are two days away from the second annual Music City Grand Prix, and they have basically shut down 
almost all of downtown Nashville, especially on the east side of the Cumberland River. And I, I believe the uh, the bridge is now shut down. Or are they shutting that down on Friday? Um, it wasn't shut down as of Tuesday evening. Okay. Um, so I am not sure, or Monday evening. So, but I'm not sure. Um, definitely, definitely make sure that you are either avoiding those streets of, of, uh, the Shelby street bridge, yep. the area where that, uh, is, it, is it a tiger mart anymore? I can't remember what, uh, um, what kind of gas station that is. So now. There, there, there's a subway interstate drive that, yeah. that area, just make sure you're avoiding that as well. Woodland street is, should be good to go avoid the Shelby street bridge yep. uh, and use the interstate. If you have to, to we, get around that area, we'll show a map here in a second. So this is the second annual grand prix. Last year, we had an episode with the founder of the music city grand prix. Uh, we have that linked in our show notes. If you want to hear about the inception of this race, this is the first grand prix in the history of this series where it goes over a body of water. Last year, I watched the race and, uh, I believe it was like 95 laps or 97 laps and almost half of the race was under. Yeah. Caution. It was like almost 75% yeah. of it. Uh, I feel like was, was in that uh, very slow going just over the pace track. car mode. Yes. Uh, but when the cars went over 180 miles an hour over that bridge, it was an incredible sight. Uh, this, uh, this year they're actually doing boat racing as well on the Cumberland. So they're having boat races. They're having multiple days of races. They're having incredible concerts throughout this weekend. There's a lot happening in downtown Nashville for uh, the music city grand prix. And Stuart, you've gone to a lot of NASCAR races. Yes. And the excitement of that is brought to a, a different level because this is not just a one day thing. This is a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, fully packed weekend. Uh, literally, it's a fully packed weekend. We're going to show the schedule here in a second. But before we get to the schedule, we just need to talk about the racetrack briefly in downtown Nashville. Uh, so the total race time is about two hours the track is 2.17 miles long. Uh, crossing over the Cumberland is 553 yards. So basically three football fields, four football, five football fields, basically. Uh, football yeah, fields. five, five I and a half football fields. Right uh, 300 feet of pit road. That didn't seem like a lot. And there's 100,000 <laughs> people expected wow. in downtown Nashville for this race. So we are on the Music City Grand Prix website right now, and we are going to show this map uh, briefly of the track. So we can see where this, it, it looks like the same, um, the same path as last year, which is very interesting. I, I thought maybe last year they would have changed it a little bit after um after seeing so many accidents and everything but it's it's fairly similar so here's what we see here we have the the start of it is going to be really on the east side of nissan stadium um and we'll see this go all the way through interstate loop around the interstate drive and then hitting shelby street going over the shelby street bridge looping around the subway and near that gas station area, uh, right where kind of Peabody comes and then looping back around to the Shelby street bridge bridge over the water, uh, on, and then, uh, going to 
back to Nissan stadium and making that loop. It looks like the big dipper. If uh, you want the, a, <laughs> a, a shape analogy yeah, of this, it looks like the big dipper. Um, and so I think that's what we're just going to be calling it right now. It's the big dipper. It, uh, it really is. That is the racetrack shape. It is the big dipper. Yeah. Um, let us know what you think about that. It legitimately looks like I'm about to soup up. some yeah, of the Cumberland it is, river. It is a ladle for the Cumberland uh, river. That is for sure. So there was a few changes. <laughs> so I'm going to zoom in real quick on this map. Uh, so okay. This, so the finish line is Nissan stadium. I yeah. don't know if that's the starting line as well. Uh, I believe that is the starting yeah. line oh, or they're starting back down on Korean veterans Boulevard. Okay. Gotcha. And that's how the race is starting. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. You're, you are correct. That's but right. One thing that, that was a significant change and this was caused a lot of cautions for the first race last year is this corner. They ended up expanding the curb. I think it was like eight feet or so Okay. Uh, to be able to accommodate for cars going around that corner, possibly going over a hundred miles an hour, Yeah. which is crazy. And that's, that's the corner right here. I don't know if you, how well you can see it, but it's the corner that we're it's the corner turning at. off of Nissan stadium headed towards interstate drive. Yeah. Uh, so this corner uh, last year when I was watching the race, this is where all of the accidents basically happened because there's so much congestion in that corner. So they changed that. So hopefully that helps uh, with the congestion. Uh, the general Jackson will be there that's Sunday. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. And then you, I have, mean, you, could you imagine see... being on the general Jackson seeing those cars go, over those the cars go over the, uh, the bridge. Oh, that'd be amazing. Um, and then there's also the, uh, there's the pro water cross. So you can see these little jet skis. <laughs> so that's Let's pretty... say they kind of look like it just a uh, fish in the water yeah. uh, with this map. But yeah, they, uh, tons of stuff. There's actually a, a picture of a Ferris wheel, um, over towards the Cumberland river as well. Huh. Uh, so kind of maybe a fairground feel. It's going to be Cumberland stage over there. Maybe this is the inception of a Ferris wheel in downtown <laughs> Nashville that was announced like five or six years ago. And it's never come to, it's reality. never come to reality. I, I would love a Ferris wheel I think in downtown it, Nashville. I think it would be awesome. All right. So there are still tickets available. Um, but let's talk about the schedule before we get to the VIP tickets and what else to expect. All right. So a few things of note, and for those of you watching, we're going to put the schedule up on the screen as well. A few things to note. This is starting Friday morning at 930 AM is when you can be admitted uh, to this. And there's a lot going on. Uh, there's a, a concert every night on Friday night, 7 PM, the freedom Friday tribute concert featuring Aaron Lewis, which he's an incredible artist. Yes. Yeah. There's going to be military demonstrations on that day. Uh, and of course there's going to be a lot of practice sessions every single day on Saturday. It looks like we're going to have practice sessions. There's going to be a bike walk run and ruck at the very beginning of the day, the headlining concert Saturday night, Tim McGraw. That's, that's going to draw. That's a headliner right there. Oh uh, yeah, it is. And then a fireworks show that's fun to follow, which is going to be absolutely uh, amazing. Uh, there's going to be a trans AM race uh, for that day and a lot of qualifying races as well. Sunday gates open at 8 a.m. A lot of warm up practice, a lot of chance to see cars going really fast, uh, which is not the race. Now, the actual race that's being broadcast starts at 130 to are the ceremonies, which yep. may make the broadcast uh, and then 2:30 p.m. for the actual start of the cars going through. And then they have a, another race, a stadium super truck race too. that's starting cool. at five five. So they have two races on wow. Sunday and then they have a huge concert on Sunday evening at five forty five PM. 
uh, how do you say his name? Brantley. So, so this is Brantley Gilbert and Carly Pierce. Wow. Which will draw just as big of a crowd. Almost probably. I would say as, as Tim, Tim McGraw. McGraw. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with the amount of people who are going to be there specifically for Sunday and that Sunday race. All right. So what, what do you need to know uh, about the music city grand prix? We, they actually made a top 10 list. So we have that top 10 list uh, digital ticketing. So you can have your tickets on your phone. This is a cashless event, which you can't get some beer with no cash so, <laughs> or with cash. Uh, all inclusive tickets accessed. Uh, so they have all exclusive type things for the entire weekend. Yeah, so you can get into anything with your ticket except for the VIP stuff, which we'll talk about here in a second. Uh, the in and out uh, privileges. Fans are allowed to come and go during event. Uh, you must scan your ticket when leaving in order to gain access back into the event. That's a new time for a fancy technology. Yeah. Uh, there's shuttles, and then there's the road closures. And uh, number seven, that's the date. So the first is the first day is this Friday starting at 9.30 a.m. And through Sunday, uh, we've already talked about the scheduling. There's also bicycle parking and ride-sharing options. Okay, Fantastic. there you go. That's good to know where to get your – where to ask your, your ride if you're using a ride-share app to come and pick you up. Uh, they have a clear bag policy uh, for most things, unless you've got like a tiny little, tiny, tiny little bag, then it can be non-transparent. But be careful about the cameras, everybody. Yeah. No long or detachable lenses. So you can't bring that nice 70 to 200 G Master to this. You, you just can't do it. <laughs> uh, nope. You, you uh, can bring collapsible strollers. You can bring uh, umbrellas, uh, but uh, and they have a road closure map in here as well, which is definitely helpful. And, uh, but I, I, we want to bring attention to these VIP suites, which unfortunately tickets are already sold out. Yes. But and uh, I, we see why. Yeah. Hot dang. This is going to be a very attractive offer. This is sitting, um, right at the beginning of the Shelby street, uh, Korean vets bridge. Uh, that, that, so right where it starts to ascend going into downtown, this is where this, I've, I've seen them started to set it up. This is where this VIP thing sits. Uh, I mean, it looks like a, it's a very, very luxury experience. Yeah. So this club RPM. So what we're looking at right now, if you're listening to this podcast, it's like a two story tent, but it's like super, super it, fancy. It, yeah. Um, looks like it has like glass enclosed as yeah, well like for a it, temporary it, it, it pop-up tent. It probably has air conditioning. I, I <laughs> like I would go out on a limb and say it has air conditioning. Yeah. Uh, but this looks absolutely incredible. And I would say this is probably the best place to watch the race. So yep. if you do not have tickets for this next year is your opportunity. <laughs> To Th buy this, tickets uh, for this. this looks pretty good. That looks pretty nice. <laughs> uh, but tickets are still available. We'll just show up this page real quick. So they still have individual tickets and college tickets. So if you're a college student here in Nashville. Or uh, if you have your old college ID. Ooh. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I don't know uh, if that'll work or not. So the VIP, the thing that we just showed, that is sold out. And then the founders be the first at line. They just have a learn more option. So I don't know exactly what that's about. Yeah. Uh, and then they still have ticket packages available for the entire race. There you go. Uh, so it's going to be a very exciting weekend in Nashville. Tons of stuff for everybody to enjoy. Even if you're not a racing fan, the experience of that is always fun. So let us know if you are going. Make sure share your stories with us. If you're posting on social media, we want to see what you're up to there at xplr.nash on Instagram. And uh, we look forward to the race and see how it's going. We'll provide updates next week on all the winners and everything. See you tomorrow. 
for listening to Nashville Daily. To learn more about today's episode, visit NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. And to stay connected, head to our Discord and you can find the link at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com slash connect. Nashville Daily is now offering tours. If you'd like to take a tour of downtown Nashville, head to the link in the show notes or find out more details at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore.Nash production, copyright 2022.